Hey, welcome to Castle Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture over some nice cafecito. I'm Shuel Carinas. And I'm Yvette Cruz. Thanks for joining us. So today we're going to talk about physical interaction in the workplace. And the way that uh, we came up with this idea was I was watching a clip from The Daily Show the other day and Trevor Noah was talking about how there's a new study uh, in England that said that over 70% of people that were polled, there were about 2,000 people that were asked about this uh, this survey and asking about workplace interaction and workplace and personal interaction where it comes physical, like hugs, handshakes, etc. And 70% of people, over 70% of people said that they would prefer not to have any kind of physical interaction with amongst their coworkers and their peers, and you could even say their friends, because a lot of times our coworkers end up becoming our friends. And for me, I was I was a little taken back by it when I saw when I heard them say that it was over seventy percent wouldn't want anything. In fact, uh, according to the survey, who was done by Total Jobs, which is a hiring platform in the UK, they asked people, and seventy six percent, excuse me, said that they would support ending all physical contact at work. And then uh, a third of the employees that were polled said that they have experienced an awkward greeting from colleagues. So this got me thinking about, I know with recently with the Me Too movement, a lot of things have changed when it comes to our interactions, both just vocally and also physically uh, amongst our peers. But for me, I couldn't help but think that this was very interesting that almost you know over two-thirds of people would say that they don't want any kind of physical, not even a handshake. I don't know. It just kind of... Made me think for a second. So, Yvette, just to kick things off, what do you think about this uh, this poll that has out and said that, a lot, yeah, a lot of people, the majority of people would not want to even just handshake their own coworker? Um, so I have, like, a ton of questions about it. Um, so first, uh, yes, it was the U.K., so it's not the U.S. Um, second, um, well, I guess that's a statement of a question. But anyway, second thought is um, how often are we shaking hands? Like, is it really that big of a like like I, I was conflicted I guess I'm going back and forth between is this too much and does this make sense and part of me is like well how often are we shaking hands if we're shaking hands every day then I'm fine stopping that like I don't need to shake your hand every day that I see you like how's it going Fred you know today on Monday shaking your hand no no like I mean to me like in my head shaking hands is something that and obviously this is like you know all physical contact but even handshakes to me handshakes are something that happen when you first meet somebody if that sometimes you do don't shake hands when you meet somebody. So let's say we didn't ban it, but like, let's say I don't want to shake your hand. Do I just not shake your hand? Like, do I just look at you or do I just smile? You? Is that rude if I don't? Like, why is this? Like, I don't know. I was just thinking like, is this, I, I guess I was going, like, again, I was going back and forth between, is this that big of a deal? And is this extreme? And I thought, well, I mean, if people don't want to be touched, people don't want to be touched. That's fine. Uh, maybe banning it is what is the extreme part. Like, what are the consequences if right. we ban all physical contact in all the workplaces all over the world. Let's just say, let's just play this out for a sec. And you know, you you see a coworker shake another coworker's hand. What do you do? <gasps> and then Gasp. right. And then what does HR do from there? Like, and what are the consequences? Like, are you both fired? Are you both reprimanded for shaking someone's hand with their consent? Like, I, I don't know. I had a lot of thoughts about it, um, but I don't know because it's... to me, like, I part of me gets it. Part of me is like, okay, like. I don't, like you said, it's not nobody's really shaking everybody's hand all the time. But I think to your point, it's that whole we're just completely banning it. Like we jumped to that extreme already. Like it shouldn't it be already a norm? It's like you don't need to shake your boss's hand every day or you don't need to shake even, a, you know, your coworker's hand every day. But now all physical contact is gone. And it's not because a reason of, oh, well, we just I'd rather have a good solid reason instead of just we don't want to get sued. 
because a lot of the reason, and the, and according to this uh, this study that they did, one of the major reasons is because they want to they meaning companies want to avoid lawsuits, and that's how they bring it back to the Me Too movement and things like that. That's a lot of connection. I think that's a little bit too much of a stretch for me personally, but part of me understands why some companies would want to do that. But at the same time, it's like, why did we jump so so quickly to the completely banning it? To your point, and and that's what worries me. Um. Well, I also wondered with the survey, I know it kind of breaks down who said, you know, how many people of you said, like you said, 2,000, right? Of these 2,000 workers surveyed in the UK, I also wonder, like, let's say uh, 38% of workers find greetings awkward in the workplace. I want to know, not to make this about gender, but I do want to know how many of those are women and how many of those are men? Because I'm trying to, uh, as a woman, I'm playing this out and I, I have had some uncomfortable, um, nothing like, you know, like I've nothing that I was like extreme or like, you know, that I'm like, you know, I have to report this, but I've had some uncomfortable experiences. Um, I've gotten past them, but I'm sure other women, maybe even some men have similar stories and Absolutely. maybe more stories. But in, in that perspective, I'm thinking, yeah, I want to ban all touching. And that includes handshakes. But I just I'm, maybe I'm saying that because I, I just don't want to deal with any of it. And I don't want to shake your hand either. And so I'm just go ahead. I'm going to ban it. Like maybe like I'm, I'm trying to see it from that point of view. Like I want to know how many of these people are men and how many people are women mm-hmm. and how many of them have had had have had like uncomfortable experiences that they're just like, I don't want to deal with that anymore. And sure, let's just, like I don't want to deal with an awkward hug from this this guy who's always trying to hug me at work, which is weird. You know, like this is just an example. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I want to ban all physical contact yeah including handshakes i don't want to hand- shake his hand either you know like mm. in a sense like I'm, I'm also wondering like how that plays out does that make sense yeah no no that, that makes sense and I, I don't know for me like obviously for those who are listening you could tell that i'm not a hundred percent supportive in the, of, of this of this poll this study whatever you want to call it because i guess my my concern is just always the jumping into a, a far extreme and i'm okay with the like if nobody wants to shake, I don't want to shake everybody's hand. Like I don't want to shake everybody's hand every day. I don't want to hug anybody. I don't want to like, no, like I only would do that to somebody who that I actually care about instead of just, and, and there are some workers I care, coworkers I, I care about, like they're my friends, but at the same time, I'm not going to hug them as, you know, every time I see them in the office. Yeah. Um. But for me, what is concerning is the idea that we just decided to just not, instead of maybe teaching people and say, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but like hugging your coworkers uncomfortable and said, Nope, we're just going to ban it. And yes, it is easier for companies, so I could see it from the company aspect. But yeah, it's easier to just say just don't do it, and then and then that's it. Just make the rule. That's it. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. It just it just worries me that we just completely just jump from teaching people and just using common sense. Like, oh, don't use your own common sense. Just don't do it. Like, no, we need to he'll hold some people accountable and say like that's not right. Like that's what you're doing, hugging or whatever. Like that's not right. Instead of just. Instead of just completely just banning it, because then that person who has who might have an issue, let's say we might have an issue, he or she does not learn. He or she is not gets corrected because we're just completely banning. It. And they may not even follow that rule. Who says that they're going to follow the ban? So I, I don't know. To me, I just don't like the idea of jumping completely into, OK, we're just not going to we're just going to stop completely. That's that's just my opinion. Yeah, and I can see that, but I'm also like, I guess from my perspective, like, and I'm not like I'm not supportive or not supportive of this band either. I'm just kind of like playing it out in my head. From the other perspective, I can also see. I mean, you go to like certain HR sexual harassment trainings, and they tell you like, you know, not to. I mean, I don't know how. I don't. I don't remember. We we have a training every year. Mm-hmm. It's very dated in a lot of workplaces, and so I I can't remember. Obviously, like I don't. I don't think I break any of those rules. Um, but 
you you do like these trainings do tell people not to make other people uncomfortable and not to right. touch people and not to like do like unwelcome contact or make unwelcome remarks and people still do them. Oh yeah. So you know, there's like you know every not every workplace, but like you know a lot of workplaces. Some people maybe relate, you know, there's that one person in the office that's always just a little too touchy-feely, like nothing to scream, you know, um, I don't want to say rape or anything, but like, you know, nothing to scream HR. like HR, yeah. but well, maybe, maybe in a sense, but you know, people aren't going to do it because nobody wants to exaggerate, like nobody wants to take it too far or something, but there's that, there, you know, every, everyone can relate to that person that mm. is a little too touchy-feely, mm. whether there is one in your workplace or not. Like, you know, you may know somebody or you may know of somebody who's like that and that person is still working, still getting away with it. Mm. And so in a sense, it's like, yeah, we've tried teaching people and they still get away with it. So now let's just ban it. And, and, and this is, again, this is just playing it out. But I, my thought is also, what are the consequences? Like, if this is banned, what happens if you break this ban? Like, That's a good question. Do you get fired? Do you get a strike? Do you, like, are we going to take things more seriously now in the mm. workplace? Like, I don't know. And and then also, like, is there, I guess, because obviously this is just a survey. This is just, like, seeing what this is not something that's happening. Let's go on the record and say that. But, um are there loopholes like if if someone saw someone shaking someone's hand for example and someone reports it and then you you meet with these people and these people are like no it's fine it's totally fine and then that's it okay we leave it alone you know mm. but like i don't know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to play it out but again from this perspective like yes in a sense we should teach people not to like make other people uncomfortable but like haven't we already tried and is it not working i mean is it ever going to work i'm i don't know maybe that's why they're th- considering banning it I don't think the band's going to do any better. So that's then, just my opinion. So like, then, why even? Right. Why even do it? Right. Why even no. Discuss it. Yeah. No. And th- and that's the and I think that's the issues. Like we're we're keep trying to resolve a problem that's a is probably never going to be going to be fixed, but also you know I appreciate the idea of trying something new, and I think mm-hmm. this is something like okay, I do appreciate that. To me, I don't know. It just it just feels a little. It feels I guess I, I just feel sad that we've reached this point. That's just my. That's that's just me. I feel like it's it's sad that people haven't learned, and yeah. well, they'll never learn. Some will never learn, um, and now we have to. Well, not everybody, but some places are starting to consider just banning even the handshake, which can be awkward. Like, yeah. let's be honest, there have been times where a handshake can be awkward, and even uh, Trevor on the Daily Show pokes fun a little bit about yeah. the idea of like oh, whether the it's the hand, yeah. yeah, like the handshake sandwich or like the duck <laughs> yeah. one that's kind of like this. Oh, yeah. And then the overpowering one that's like a sandwich and this kind of just like slams you down. Yeah. Like, I've had a couple of those, but I've never necessarily judged it based off it i think now i'm more aware of it now i'm more detailed of like okay how does a people how do people interact so fox new york ran the story as well and then the one of the reporters talked about it and she said that like maybe just a better option is just the fist bump or just the wave which for me i don't mind the fist bump i don't i mean it still is physical interaction i mean it's still you're still still yeah you know but quicker I guess, but it's so quicker I it's i know like obviously like the high five like we do a high five a lot of times as well like a high five is i don't know i i, I see it as fine but maybe that should be banned right i mean uh, i don't i don't know i think i i do like that you said like you know we should teach people to like feel things out i, I think i also wonder what how much culture has to do with it because i mean some people are just awkward people mm-hmm. so should we put them in situations where they ha- they're forced to interact physically with other people or should we teach them to learn how to interact physically with other people like it's just I-, I go back and forth because like so i've had like i've had really good like physical like you know handshakes or hugs or like fist bumps or whatever i have had some good ones i've also had some really bad ones and i mean it doesn't like change 
the way I do my job or, you know, the way I live my life. But, and you know, that one awkward moment didn't like scar me or anything like that. But like, I don't know, maybe, maybe the part of the, and this I guess would be taking it like to another level. And like, I don't know if we'd ever actually achieve this, but maybe part of like, um, HR training or something should be, um, I don't know what the, the the word is for it right now, but like how to feel how like into it. I don't know if it's intuition or perspective, like how to feel out a certain moment, how to like know if you should ask for a hug, how to know if you should not, how to know if, right. if, and this is like, this is, I, I think this is like a, on a human level. Like some people are really good at, um, perceiving. Is that the word? Like, yeah. so just like understanding a situation. Some right. people are good at like, um, making it better. Mm-hmm. Those people should be teaching classes <laughs> to other people. Um, but I, I, um, I do wonder like how much culture has to do with it because this was a study in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how often people are interacting. I mean, I only know like from my own experiences, like here in the U S but I will say that, um, before I, um, worked where I work now, I used to work at somewhere where it was, uh, majority of Hispanics like so we were all majority Hispanic um, one of the uh, greetings in um, some Hispanic cultures is like the you know the kiss on the cheek like mm-hmm. some people do one some people do two um, um, and it's like very common um, and so I used to work somewhere where that was like very you would see that and it was very common and you wouldn't see it with everybody like there were certain people who did do it every day to like you know when they're coming or when they when they're like first talking to you um, some people wouldn't ever do it I'm one of those people who doesn't do it unless someone who like like i just wasn't raised like that like i yeah. i'll do it if you know i know certain people are like that like there's just the greeting like the, the kiss on the cheek um it's not even like on the cheek either it's like you know like cheeks touch kind of or just like a quick like sort of hug but with a kiss like it's it's you, you gotta like i guess you gotta see it it's yeah. very common and um in some like for some people and in some cultures but yeah, it was something that like I, I had never been in a workplace where that was like an everyday thing. And again, it wasn't everybody, but it was like it was certain people like you knew you knew like so and so did that. You knew so and so did that. So and so only does that sometimes or so and so only, does, you know, like you would get it. But like I'm one of those people who doesn't do it initially. Like I'll do it if I know you do it, um, like because we know each other like that. Or um, if someone like kind of like reaches in like and like if someone that I'm just meeting, like I, I, I can kind of like. I've gotten used to it, um, but that was like an everyday work thing, yeah. and so it was like it was something that I had to get used to. But I, I never, I can tell you that I never felt uncomfortable because it was a cultural thing. Yeah. Like I never felt like, like why does this person, you know, like I, I never felt like that. And again, it wasn't everybody, so may- maybe if it was everybody, it would have been like a little too much. But like, what's what's up with all these people? Here? Yeah, like and, you know, and like every single day and everything. And like some people just some people were just like that. Like you could tell, like in like and I guess like in part of the culture, like too, like sometimes you're considered rude if you don't do it. Call me rude. Like I just wasn't. My mom didn't raise my sister and I to like. You know, when some people are like, saluda, so-and-so, like, yeah. and you have to hug every single person. Like, I wasn't raised like that. Like, I will do that if if it's, like, more of a one-on-one thing or if, like, I know you like that. But my mom didn't ever, like, take us somewhere. She was like, saluda todos. And we had to go, like, hug every single, hug and kiss every <laughs> single person. And some people do that. And some yeah. people, they'll do it because it's, it's considered rude not to. Um, so call me rude, whatever. I'm, like, I, it's just, I'll do it if, like, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm kind of like a... I'll react. I won't be proactive about it. Mm. But that's because I wasn't raised like that. And that's fine with me. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think there's anything. I, if I ever have kids, like, I wouldn't raise them like that either. Mm. Um, but then, like, so so it was kind of like, so st- we're t- talking about this, but now take it into the workplace. Like, I never felt uncomfortable. Sometimes it was kind of like a so-and-so sick. Like, I don't want to do that because so-and-so mm. sick. These are germs coming around, you know. Right. But I guess the same could go f- for a handshake. Like, so-and-so sick. And then they shook your hand and you don't even know if they, like, washed it after they sneezed. Like, whatever. Like, it's, but it's like, so, like, germs are a factor, sure. Um, but I never felt uncomfortable with those those people who were like that in in that workplace um 
I'm obviously somewhere now where it's not a majority Hispanic. So like that doesn't ever happen. That's fine with me. Like I don't, it's not, I, I don't want to say I miss it and I don't want to say I don't miss it. Like it's just kind of like, it's a change in culture. Yeah. So I wonder how, like, I'm thinking like how are workplaces in certain parts of the world? Like where that is a cultural thing. Like, do you leave that outside of the workplace and you don't interact? Cause some, you know, like some people, some people are friends with their coworkers. Like you see them outside of work, you hang out with them, like you like them. Like some people are, are friends with their coworkers. Some people are not. Some people are just go to work to work and they're their coworkers right. and they like them to work with, but they're, are, they're not friends. Like they're work friends, but they're not friends friends. Yeah. So with this whole like physical contact thing, like do you leave it like with certain cultures, like do you leave it outside? Like do you reserve it for people you so, really like or, or you're friends with? Like – See, it's I a think, whole world. Uh, see, I think it depends also, like, yeah, like, if you're obviously here in this country, and let's say you're from Romania, and in Romania, let's say they do the whole uh, to the kiss on the cheek thing, you know, for everybody, women and men. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I feel, personally, I feel like you, as a Romanian, you know, coming here to the U.S., should understand, or at least somebody should teach you, um, that's, that's not that the whole kissing, the two-cheek kiss thing doesn't happen here at the workplace. Or it could be Italy, or it could be Argentina, or it could be anywhere. Whatever it is that something is a little bit different, like you either need to learn that, or I hate to, but yeah, like HR needs to teach, you know, or maybe it's up to somebody if somebody, you know, let's say it's so and so's first week here and they just came fresh from Argentina, and let's just say that's what they do, and then they go to do that. I, I feel like it would be the responsibility of that person that felt uncomfortable. To like nicely, unless you know there was something else involved, but nicely say, hey, you know, I appreciate, I understand that that's kind of the culture thing, and but you know here we we kind of don't do that in a nice way. Like obviously, if it was creepy, I guess, then uh, yeah, then 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 you don't have to say it necessarily nice way. You can go to HR, but I feel like for some people, yeah, like you need they need to be taught. My concern also as well is like. How many people are going to use their culture as an excuse? Oh, I didn't know. That's just where I come from. Or that's how we greet it. Or that's how we do this. Well, yeah, but you're not in insert country here. You're not there anymore. Now you're here in the U.S. Now, it could be reversed. Now, if myself, if I were to move to some other country and I see how that's what they do, I'm not going to open up immediately and just repeat what they do. But I'm not going to be shocked if I get somebody like a coworker does and does the whole two-cheek thing. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm in... Romania. I'm just using Romania as an example. I'm in Romania now, and now this is what they do. So I can't really be too... Now, if it does really make me feel uncomfortable, if I just have an actual problem with it, then yeah, I would speak up and say, you know, um, I'm not part of the culture here, and I'm, it's kind of different for me. You know, maybe I'm seen as, to them, I'm seen as different, but I'd rather feel comfortable than... than I'd rather care about my own comfort instead of what people think that I'm a weirdo or that I am just don't want to care about their their traditions or whatever. So it is a, it, it's, it's a tough balance because then now so many of our offices are multicultural are, are just so worldwide. There's so many just people there. It's not just all Americans all the time. You know, there's people from different countries, from different cultures and it can be tough. So part of me goes back and thinks, okay, I guess I can understand the whole, let's not just have anybody do that because it is, it can get confusing. Like the world, like, I guess in my mind, the world used to feel a little bit bigger and but now it's feels much more smaller and now we're all interacting with each other much more so i i guess i could see why why it would be a good thing to to ban everything else and and the awkward handshakes and the hugs and and all this stuff and and is it each hr's responsibility 
I guess they can't do everything, right? You know? Yeah. And again, like, it, to me, it goes back to, like, the consequences and, like, the how do you monitor it? How do you police it? Like, if someone tries to shake my hand, do I, like, report them for even, tr- like, trying to? Like, mm. you know, like, it, it's the it's the... It's it's the like the enforcement of it, like how, you know, like because obviously I don't to be honest, I don't think this would ever completely happen. I, I don't think, you know, like I yeah. think obviously um, there'll be like certain maybe like maybe hugs will be banned or something, you know, maybe like after a certain amount of time or maybe in some places they already are like maybe physical contact is already like um, in a lot of places. I'm sure it is. But, like, I don't think it'll ever get to, like, you know, nothing at all, not even the fist bump. Like, fist bump is two points. This is seven points. This is once you hit 100 points, like, you're, you know, like, I don't think it'll ever get to that. But the fact that we're talking about it, I think, is something because a lot of people may not know the perspective of another person and how uncomfortable someone's been. And, and again, I will say for women, like, a lot of people don't know how uncomfortable it is to have to be in a position where, and this could happen to men, too, but... Um, a lot of people just don't know what it's like to, to like to how that actually feels and to have it happen over and, and over and over again and not be able to say anything. Like, what if you're the only woman in a certain establishment and, and all the guys are acting a certain way? And so you kind of just have to take it because you're the only woman there and you want a seat at the table. And that's just the only way you're going to get it. Like this is this is a true story. Like this happens to a lot of people. And it's just, you know, you, you can't you don't feel like you can say something like HR is there and HR will do its job. You like to think, but you don't know that because a lot of people have experienced uncomfortable like physical contact at work and nothing has resulted in it and so you you some people this is just an example some people learn to not say anything and to deal with it and some people will have learned that by trying to deal with it they end up losing and by some people i'm talking about women like that's just that's just kind of how it is and i don't want to make it like males versus females but this does happen a lot um and Sometimes, like, you, you get to a point where you're just used to it. Like, you're just kind of used to being uncomfortable. That's what it's kind of like to be a woman. And so um, there was actually another study that I saw that I think CBS News reported about it, how uh, more men are uncomfortable interacting with women at work since the Me Too movement. Yes. Um, yes, like, you agree or yes? like uh, no, I, I, no, I I I agree. And not because I feel personally uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I've had a couple of friends say that a, they worry that now they're jokes like and it's not jokes like a necessarily a sexist joke but like a joke that might be perceived like like they are sexist so now they're trying to avoid even being humorous at times like even just kind of like just like because i i even asked when when one of my friends had brought it up and i said well what kind of jokes are you making because i was like well yeah because like are you what like if you're making some kind of rude joke then yeah then you deserve them then that's that's kind of there but like no like even just kind of smiling or just being nice could be seen as are you hitting on me hmm. and for a lot of guys they do feel like that personally for me I, I i don't because i don't feel like i don't feel like i'm gonna i am who i am and i'm not gonna change or i'm not gonna necessarily like I, i'm not gonna feel like i need to worry about how i'm acting because i don't i don't feel like i've ever acted in a way that's that has been inappropriate or has mm-hmm. been anything like that like i would no i, I i'm my mother taught me better than that. That's that's me, but yeah. so, but some guys are a little bit more jokey about things, and some are a little bit more relajado about things. And I'm not saying that that's right. I don't think that's right. And some and I it goes back to a little bit of what the study, the English study said. Depending on the 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 age, that could make a big difference huh, too, yeah. because it said, I believe it said, uh, men and women in their 40s and 50s were a little bit more okay with. The I believe it was the handshake uh, compared to oh no it was to the hugging 
uh, compared to people in their 30s and their 20s who were polled in this in this study. Oh. The people in their 30s and 20s were like, no hugs at all. Don't touch wow. anybody. But the people in their 40s and 50s have. They were like, okay, yeah, once in a while. So I think it's also generational. And, yeah, and going absolutely. back to the conversation that I was saying about as, as far as with men, I do think some men are kind of, they feel a little bit more concerned. I think the majority of those people are people who make bad jokes and they deserve to be concerned and they should stop doing that. But I do think there are a small percentage of men who, for the most part, are, are you know, are good people are, you know, and they just feel like they have to be extra cautious, yeah. even though they're not really doing anything wrong. They're just worried that something might happen where it might be perceived. Yeah, wrong. like they're just being extra careful so yeah. as not to be put in the position. And you know what? Yeah. I'd rather have that and have a workplace where everybody feels comfortable. I'd rather, yeah. this is my opinion, I'd rather have men feel uncomfortable and just be quiet and don't say anything and just, you know, be you on your piece. Yeah. yeah. Then, then to not have that. But yeah. that's just my opinion. But I've heard people, like I said, I've had a, a few friends say that they, they kind of feel it's, it's a little different now. But for me, I'm just like, hey, if you're making that jokes, you need to be uncomfortable and you need to stop it. Yeah, you know what? There's like it, it does depend on the person and the situation because I um, have been around certain coworkers where we joke around, like we we are really just joking around, and I don't feel offended because I I know in my heart, like I know in my spirit that it's a joke. I know that it's not like I'm not being targeted, like as a woman or as a person. Like I, I have had that with certain coworkers, and maybe somewhat like coworkers slash friends. Like maybe it's because they've turned into friends, but because but I have had that where I I like. I feel like they wouldn't need to be concerned because I understand it. Now, this isn't to say that everybody should feel like this or that everybody does feel like this. But I have had like just moments where like I know so-and-so is joking. I'm not going to report them. I know that they're a good person. I know they're not going to actually do anything like I know. And like by like actually doing like it's never been anything extreme. Like obviously if I heard a joke that I was like, wow, that's in really bad taste. Like I don't know if I would report it immediately, but like. I would, you know, maybe think of you in a certain way and then kind of like keep my eye on you or something like that. But that's never happened. Like I have just um, like I've had. Yeah. People joke like people joke around and I, I, I can, can kind of understand that. At least that's how it's been in my experience or where like I've also had experience or moments where I've been like I don't want to say targeted, but I've been uncomfortable and I just kind of like try and distance myself. Like I've never reported anything. And I know some people have some people haven't. Some people just hold stuff in. Um, but like I've also had moments where. I've had coworkers, like male coworkers, maybe like, oh, you know, yeah, like offer a compliment, like say, you know, you look really nice today or, or like, and it's not like, and I don't feel uncomfortable. Like it's never been like, at least maybe it's in, in the, in the way that they've said it. But I've, I've had, um, I used to have this one coworker who would just always compliment my outfit, like what I was wearing, like mm -hmm. nothing uncomfortable, like nothing that made me uncomfortable, but was is just really like, that's a really good color. Like just pointing that out. And, you know, I, I really like, 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 and, and this was a straight coworker. Like, and, um, I never f ever felt like he crossed the line. Like I, I felt like he genuinely liked how I dressed. Like I like, so I, I was able to differentiate that in that sense. And, and I don't think I misunderstood what he was trying to say. Like, I don't think he was trying to hit on me. I don't think he was trying to like insinuate anything. Like he was just very like, I would assume that he just compliments people when he feels it upon himself. Like, right. and so I felt like he was very genuine in that sense. Um, so I like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I get. I guess I guess. Uh, sorry, I guess I get what you're saying about how some people feel like they don't even want to say anything nice or do anything nice be, to not be perceived a certain way or to not be because of like certain things that have been in the media and because of certain things that are happening. Like, I know that they are just kind of trying to steer clear. And I don't want to say that they should be afraid. Um, and I don't want to say that they shouldn't. Like, 
I just think it's, I don't know, in a sense, I guess maybe it's nice that they're acknowledging that their behavior may have consequences. And so maybe they're being careful about what they do or say. And I, I think that's kind of a good thing. Now, some people maybe are more like cautious for other reasons because they know they're in the wrong because they know they've done things in the wrong. And so maybe it's also good that even if it's late that they're acknowledging things now. But like, I mean, we've been working together for a long time, like male, male and female, um, you know, different cultures, like you said, like we, we are learning more about how we interact and how we should and shouldn't interact. So I think that's a good thing. I don't ever want it to get to a point where we're like, we can't interact now because we've lost all privilege, all interaction privileges because we don't know how to act. Like I never wanted to get to that. Um, but with the CBS study, it was saying that um, 60% of male managers in the U.S. are afraid to have a one-on-one meeting with a woman. Mm, and I just, yeah, and I think like, oh, what, okay. I, like, I say I have why? A, um, just, or just because of the whole fear of it's going to be perceived. Yeah, as it's be- because they don't want it to like turn into, they don't want it to be perceived or turn into something. Okay. Um, so, but the thing is like the problem with that, and they were saying this, so Sheryl uh, Sandberg, who is uh, actually Facebook's chief operating officer, um, she was interviewed in this uh, study and she was saying that uh, the problem is that even before this, women, and especially women of color, they don't get the same amount of mentoring as men. So that means, um, and this is, I'm kind of quoting her, uh, which means we're not getting an equal seat at the table. And, you know, it's not good and it's not enough to not harass us. You need not to ignore us either. So in a sense, like, it almost seems like it could be a cop out and be like, oh, I don't want to have a one-on-one or mentor someone because mm. I don't, I don't want to get in trouble. But also now it's like now that person, now that woman has lost a seat at the table because and and like not because of the me too movement or not because other other things are happening you know like i know it's kind of insinuating that you know that people are afraid because of this like this but the thing is if you're not in the wrong you shouldn't be afraid of anything like you're if you're if you're not going to harass somebody why are you like why is that one-on-one meeting a problem like i think it's it's kind of the fear of what could happen but the thing is if you're not going to do anything wrong then there's nothing wrong. Like like how you said, like you know that you were raised right and you you are not worried because you haven't done anything inappropriate. So there's nothing to fear. Right. Like, of course, you may be put in a situation where you have to like, I don't know, make a decision or like not do something inappropriate. But the thing is like if you know not to, you're just not going to. Yeah. And and I think for a lot of men, um, I think for a lot of men, they just, they've gotten caught up with everything that's, I think they hear a little bit too much about the media and they've gotten paranoid to an extent especially those who have not done anything wrong, have not never necessarily been on the wrong. They've just been caught up in this whole idea of like that. Even though I know I'm not on the wrong, it just takes one, for the most part, women, one woman's word against mine. And for, for a lot of them, they feel I've, I've lost already, hmm. you know, because of partly, yeah, because of the Me Too movement. I mean, that's, that's, let's be honest, partly that's, and then, for the most part, I mean, even before the Me Too movement, a lot of times if it's um, depending on, especially in a case of sexual harassment, if it's the man and the woman, just, it, I don't know, it's a coin toss. I mean, I could always be 50-50 because there's, there have been cases, obviously, where a woman has claimed that this happened, and it's actually, it has happened, but they take the side of the men because yeah. either, and it doesn't even have to be a superior. It could be just, mm-hmm. oh, well, no, nah, it was just playing, it was just this, it was just that. Like, I'm glad for the most part those days are over. Um and if it takes something like putting in this pressure or this these bands or things like that, then 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 if that's what reached, it kind of goes back to what I said. I was feeling sad. Like I am sad that it's reached that point. Mm-hmm. But if this is what's needed, then this is what's needed to stop some of these people who they may not see themselves as predators. And maybe predators is not the correct word. Maybe that's a little too strong. 
but they're making a lot of people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you you can't play it off to it's just jokes or it's just how I was raised or this is just how is this. Like we were all raised in a certain like in in different ways. Like I I get that. But if you're a professional, you should know how to act. You should know what needs to be done there. This is not you don't need to go to school to be taught how to do that. And if you do, that's very concerning. But I I, I don't know. I I I I'm just my I guess overall my global perspective on all this is that I'm sad that it just reached this point um, because of a good amount of bad apples. I'm not going to say a few bad apples because that would be too, I think that's just kind of brushing it off. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of issues with this and it continues being a big issue and it could be women as well. I understand that, but let's be honest. And as a guy, I'm saying it's mostly men. Let's let's just be, that's just my opinion. It's sad that it's reached that point, but if this is what needs to be done to stop people from, from harassing, from acting like idiots, then so be it. Even though it may seem extreme, even though for me at first I thought this feels really extreme, like this, that's kind of sad. But now as we've broken down in this conversation, just thinking about it, it is what it is. I know it sounds really like a canned answer, but I'd rather have that and have everybody, women and men, feel comfortable than just having this kind of openness and, 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 and letting this, the possibility of this happen more. Yeah, and I do want to say that I don't, I don't personally think that we should ban all physical contact. And I like, cause I don't want it to get to a point where we like, where we also ban um, like males and females working together in any like sense. Like I, I don't want to, I, I never wanted to get to that. Um, but I do think it has to do with like just people learning to understand other people and other genders and just like learning or at least trying to learn that, you know, maybe you're, unco- maybe you're comfortable with something, but someone else is uncomfortable with it physically or non-physically, like trying to kind of step outside of your own little bubble, like all of us, our own little bubble. And like, figuring out what the people we work with and the people that we live with and the people that you know that we interact with what may work for them or not and like if you make a mistake like if you you know try and like awkwardly hug somebody and then they like kind of you know like you just learn from it like you're not I, I don't think you're gonna get sued I don't think you're you know that person hates you now or that person you know like I think it's it's part of like human error you know it's part of the human process that you know we're we're going to be in uncomfortable situations or we're going to kind of mess up a situation and i think we should just be able to learn from it and learn to like work together again all people and um just i don't know be a little more understanding about about other people and about their needs and about whether that's physical or that's emotional or something and i'm not saying you have to cater to every single person but you should open up your bubble or whatever our bubble um to just trying to understand how somebody else what somebody else may need and not need. All right, well, that was our episode for today. Thank you for joining us. If you're not already, follow and interact with us on social media for new episodes and future episode topics. On Twitter, we are at KSL Cafecito. Facebook, KSL Cafecito. On Twitter, I'm at Evie Cruz. And I'm Ashwin Cardenas. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast app to help others find our conversations. Until next time. Bye.